Well, hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie, the only show brought to you from me while I'm driving my car to work. It's currently about uh, 5.33 in the morning, and I feel bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. That's a term I never use. Could be bush-eyed and bratty-tailed, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds a little dirty. Uh... But, uh, yeah, I feel uh, awake enough to have uh, been drinking some Mountain Dew and eating some ham and cheese biscuits and uh, ready to lay down another track for you. Uh, this one is uh, a movie that I've seen, I don't know how many times back in the day. Uh, came out in 1984. This thing was one of those that was on HBO Seemed like every every afternoon when I got home about 3.30 from school, this thing was on. And lucky me, right? Because uh, being a, a huge, and I mean huge, KISS fan, this movie was kind of a big deal back in the day because this is the first movie that Gene Simmons was ever in. And uh, what a performance, huh? <laughs> I mean, you know, it, I, it, it works. I think this role, out of all the other ones that he did, this one probably works the best. Um, kind of glad he got out of it. But uh, the, the significance here is, that, like I said, this is 1984. It's a movie called Runaway with Tom Selleck in it, which we all know and love Tom Selleck. And uh, this is one of the first movies. I mean, he had, he had it just seemed like all the movies he was coming out with back in this time, Quickly Down Under, all these other movies, real solid flicks. And uh, I was surprised with my revisit of this one. This one holds up pretty well, too. But we got Tom Selleck. We got Kirstie Alley. So early Kirstie Alley where she's, you know, looking her best. We got Cynthia Rhodes in here. Now, Cynthia Rhodes, she's ends up being the, the work partner of Tom Selleck. Ramsey is his name. And uh, he's got a new partner. Uh... And she's been in pretty much every dance movie that you can think of from the 80s. Dirty Dancing, Flash Dance. I mean, all those movies that I just don't care anything about. She's in all those. Uh, of course, we got Gene Simmons, like I said earlier. And the significance there is in, in 1984, Kiss was uh, without makeup. And like I said, this is back when... It's weird. Kiss had this big kind of resurgence where they were in the in the... In the pop eye, I guess you'd say. Uh, you would see them in just regular magazines where Gene Simmons is going to be in a movie and he cut all his hair off and Paul Stanley's de- dating Lisa Hartman. And, you know, you kind of saw these things back in those days. And uh, the same year, actually 85, the next year, that's uh, when the concert came out, but they, they did a, a Kiss concert called Alive 85. The Animalized Tour. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh, you could tell Gene was wearing a wig, and the reason why is he had cut his hair off to be in this movie, and he was in the process of growing it back out. But, yeah, he was wearing this uh, this strange wig. And, uh, I don't know, it's just funny how this all ties together. So, I have not seen this movie again since, well, yeah, since back in maybe... 88, 89, 
So it's been a long time waiting to go revisit this. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, it, it really kind of holds up. Oh, we got some other people here. We got Joey Kramer in here. Not, not the drummer from Aerosmith, but the boy from uh, Flight of the Navigator, right? He's in this as well. So, And you got several other people. Uh, you got uh, G.W. Bailey from, you know, uh, Police Academy fame. Move it, move it. And guess what he plays here? That's right. A police chief. So there you go. A bunch of other characters. Uh, you got Stan Shaw in here. Always love Stan Shaw. The guy's pretty much the same character in everything he's in, but it works, man. So uh, always a pleasure to see him. So let's get to the story of this. Uh, written by Michael Crichton, too, which this guy was, you know, pretty much everything you written back in this point. Everybody was making a movie out of it. And uh, you got Tom Selleck, who is in a, a strange department of the police force, which is all about, you know, computers and robotics. So that's your setup for this. This is all supposedly futuristic, right? And uh, gets a new partner, and the first thing they go do is there's a runaway machine that's working in a crop, a corn crop, and it's just going haywire, and they go out there, and they're chasing this robot around that's about the size of a Tonka toy truck, if you remember what those are. About the size of a small dash hound. And uh, so the new work partner has to prove their worth. And then uh, they end up catching the robot and it blows up. And, you know, they stop it from going crazy. Uh, then you get another scenario where there's a robot that's going crazy in these people's house. So robots are very domestic at this point. Everybody has them in their house. Even Tom Selleck's got one. Very reminiscent to uh, the robot in uh, Rocky Four. Uh, except more square, more boxy. <laughs> and uh, you get uh, news people are showing up. The police squad is there. This robot's gone crazy. It's got a gun. It's shot people in the house. And ends up, it's this, it's this guy that's an engineer who lives there. And he just keeps going on about he's crazy, he's crazy. He won't talk about what's going on. Oh, this guy, too. The, I can't remember the guy's name. But he's uh, another guy that I like from the 80s. He's the first guy that gets possessed in uh, The Hidden. He's the first guy that gets the, the alien in him, and he's driving the fast car and robs the bank. That's kind of what I remember him for, for than anything else. Anyways, this guy ends up going into hiding. Tom Selleck goes in, saves the day, all that stuff. And I tell you, man, there's a lot of uh, foreshadowing in this as far as uh, ideas that we currently use now in everyday life. I mean, you've got one thing, you had reality TV going on, you got, you know, the news reporter is following him into the house, which does not end well. You've got the first idea of what we consider a drone now in this movie that's floating around. Uh, I actually like the one in this a lot better than the ones we currently have. Same concept, though, has a camera on it. You can have weapons on it. It's, wow. I mean, it's pretty dead on to where we're at right now. And uh, so you get these ideas going on. Like I said, Tom Selleck saves the day. And they come to find out that this guy that lives there, like I said, goes into hiding and he works for a certain company. And the guy that runs that company is none other than Gene, Gene Simmons, uh, who plays Luther in this movie. And uh, so... 
Tom Selleck and his partner starts putting all the pieces together and find out that Luther's the guy they got to go after. But at the same time, Luther is chasing the guy that he basically had the robot go crazy and kill everybody in his family. And it's all about these microchips, right? So Gene's the evil business guy. Who would have ever thought that, right? Not that he isn't to begin with. <laughs> so I guess that's why this works so well. Because it's like, yeah, Gene's money hungry. So he'd probably pull this off. So uh, big selling points of this movie. Uh, how about heat-seeking bullets out of a gun? He carries this, you know, Gene carries this, this gun that's, even by today's standard, is pretty awesome looking. And it has these bullets that have chips in them that he can basically assign them to your, I guess, DNA. But anyways, these these heat-seeking bullets uh, go after you specifically. And you get some cool POVs from the bullet standpoint. I mean, we've had other movies that kind of work on this idea of bullets being able to turn corners and do damage from afar, all that kind of stuff. And that all kind of, you know, originates right here. So, uh, there's a lot of interesting concepts that we see later on in other films and stuff that really come from this movie. Uh, as this goes on, you get Kirstie Allen here, who actually is, not actually, but in the movie, she's Luther's girlfriend. And she has a problem with a robot that's uh, attacking her at work. She's trying to get away. Tom Selleck and his partner goes in there. Tom Selleck's partner is interested in Tom Selleck, but he don't really see her that way, not yet anyways. So when they go look at this, he's all about Kirstie Alley. So he's going to go in there and save her. And he goes in there and basically makes a fool of himself fighting this robot. But uh, ends up saving the day and takes extreme measures just to show that, you know, he's a, a male, you know. Not to downplay that, but that's all he's doing is he's beating his chest, right? beating his chest so he can see hers, I guess. <laughs> but uh, ends up, he finds out she's Jean's girl, and when he tries to escort her out after saving the day, she's trying to get away from him, comes to find out that she's got a whole bunch of those chips on her, and she's sneaking them out and trying to get them to Jean, I guess, or to Luther. And so all this unfolds as we go along. When it all when it's all said and done, you got Tom Selleck who's interested in Kirstie Alley. You got his partner. Her name is Thompson's what she's labeled as. Uh, Officer Thompson. She's interested in Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck has vertigo, so he's afraid of heights. So every scenario that he gets into is gonna deal with heights, right? You get several scenarios where they gotta go and stop some robots from you know, malfunctioning that just aren't working right. Uh, and then you get a big showdown between Luther and uh, and Ramsey. And you have to mention the thing that everybody remembers about this movie, and that's the, the robotic spiders that uh, Luther creates. You know, they, they still work pretty good. It, it's a little ridiculous idea of why you would build something like this, but I guess back in the time, why not? You know? Uh, so, yeah, they're these little figures. They call them spiders, but I think they only have six legs. So I don't know about that. But uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they have eight. But they also have a syringe on them. And this needle's got acid in it. And you get to see these things in action where one of them gets on this person. 
the guy's laying on the ground. It jumps up on top of him. These things can move pretty quick, too. Jumps up on this guy, injects a, the syringe into the dude's, like, underjaw or into his neck. And then the thing blows up on top of him, killing him. So these things are pretty deadly. Uh, it's a pretty cool idea. They play into the ending of this movie. There's also a scene that, to me, reminds me of what was the uh, what was the Dirty Harry movie, the, one of the last ones there. Deadpool, I think. Maybe Deathpool, Deadpool. I can't remember. Uh, it's the one where, remember, they take the remote control car and they make it go under a car and it blows up? There's a whole series of action that happens in this movie. It's based on that same idea where these little remote control bombs come speeding down the highway to go under Tom Selleck's patrol car and try to blow it up. And how do you stop them? By having another patrol car with a laser mounted on top and you're shooting them with the laser. So, I mean, there's all kinds of cool ideas in this. Uh, you know, it's 80s to the max, no doubt about it. But a lot of the concepts and ideas are stuff that we now currently have that are new technology. So you kind of always have to hand it to that, man. Sci-fi has always been good at showing us the possibilities of what could come down the line. Uh, This movie holds up pretty dang well, man. And I have to admit, I cracked up a few times with just Gene's lines and the way he delivers them. Not that they're bad, but it just works. He's the second most convincing person besides Mr. T of saying sucker. That really works, man. Listen, sucker. I mean, who says that? (laughs) Mr. T says that, I know. But for somebody else, especially a, a scientific lab, robot genetic, you know, machine maker, to say, listen, sucker. Uh, (laughs) I mean, this guy can tap into any resource electronically that he needs to. He taps into the security camera system at the police station. The guy even breaks into the police station and poses as a police officer. But he's going to turn around and say, listen, sucker. (laughs) I just love that idea. Uh, I was really surprised at revisiting this, man. It was a lot of fun. I'm not going to give it a 5 out of 5. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. I do like this movie. I will watch this again. So, uh, it's on Tubi, of course. All these movies I've been talking about recently are on Tubi. There you go. Uh, you can check this one out. I recommend it. I mean, if you if you like 80s nostalgia, for sure. If you like sci-fi. If you like Gene Simmons. If you like Tom Selleck. If you like Kirstie Alley in, in the, the mid-80s when she was pretty smoking. Uh, check this one out. It, it does not disappoint. All right, folks. That's it for this one. We will check you later now.